Hi, family. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Normal with Autism. I kind of forgot we had a theme song. You did. I was like, oh, hey. We're walking with Faith on this side of the spectrum, and we're inviting you to the kitchen table today. It's been a minute. It has. I kind of forgot how to do this. Okay. Baby steps. Baby steps. Just paying attention to our conversation is helpful. Right? Yep. And staying a fistful away from the mic. (laughs) Staying a... Well... (laughs) Right? A whole fist away. (laughs) Well, you can... I mean, you can... Craig... I think Craig (laughs) wants to... We need to get Craig a microphone. We should. I think... You know what? Let's take a minute because it's been since August that we've released an episode. Oh, but really since May long that t- we've been consistent together. Here's yeah. what happened, guys. We're like, okay, a lot of stuff is happening. Let's take a week off. And here we are eight months later. <laughs> What's up? Not eight. Well, eight, five and oh, wait. seven. Seven, seven months, months later. <laughs> seven months later. Three trimesters later. Just we, kidding. We are We're in the third trimester of our break. Whew. Well, let's take a minute. We did throw you a bone in August. You're welcome. <laughs> if anybody is still listening, if our audience has not left, thank you. We're glad you're here. And you're welcome. Let's take a minute and reintroduce ourselves. I'm Tara Smith. I'm Sarah Sell. And Craig is on the... Uh, on the one-twos over here. On the board, making the magic happen. And at some point, we'll get him a microphone. Let's do it. I think he should participate with us. We missed all the Black Friday sales, though. Huh? Like, our, black, our microphone's on sale for Black Friday? Oh, oh. I was, I was like... When did we pivot to talking about Black Friday sales? I know. I tried. Um, let's talk for a minute about what. why did we end up not talking to each Well, we've talked to each other. Yeah. I feel like we've talked to each other more in the last seven months than we did the whole three years that we've done this podcast. <laughs> we, we, we have spent a significant amount of time together. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Because I love you. You're my friend. Aw. And You've even snuggled in a haunted hotel. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> After I came out of the bathroom and I was told that it smells like, what was it? Oh, God, don't <laughs> tell that story. It was gross. Oil and money. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the point is we've spent a significant amount of time together. We just haven't been recording. Right. So do we want to fill people in on... Sure. What's been happening? You've been, you've been super busy, so you start. Uh, uh, hmm. I think I think busy is like a relative term when it because everybody's like it's like we're both busy. Yeah. We just have different things that we're busy about, right? Yeah. I've been very busy with photography. You've been super busy. Yeah. Can you tell people what you do photography wise because? Again, it's been a minute and there might be new folks listening. Yeah. So I am a photographer and I work with families and seniors. Um, Family is my favorite. I do some maternity, um, some lifestyle, just whatever you want me to do, really. Mm -hmm. I would eventually love to specialize in lifestyle, 
but I'm trying to work on it to get there. And if you guys get a chance, go visit Sarah's work. She's on Instagram at Sarah Cell Photo. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can find her in the same way on Facebook. Yeah. I'm really bad about posting <clears throat> on Facebook especially, but I'm bad about posting everywhere because I get like overwhelmed and then I like don't want to post them. <laughs> if you could see her face right now, you just want to give her a hug because she, even talking about it, she's like, ah, I can't talk about my work. It's too much. Even though- it's, so, it's so weird when like the thing that you love also brings you anxiety. Oh, absolutely. But like you love it so much that you work through it, but it's still something to be anxious about. But um, this year is honestly, I didn't struggle a lot with like imposter syndrome this year. Or um, it's definitely my least anxious year. Thank you to my therapist, Ellen. Shout out. I feel like, if anything, this is the year for therapy. For sure. Because we've all been through it in 2020. Yeah. And I, here's, here's, part of, here's part of the explanation of why it was so hard for us to come back and do this, at least on my part, mm-hmm. is that I felt like 2020 was the year of like, we need to make everything better and okay because the world is burning down. Yeah. And I feel like this year the world is still burning down. But we've just gotten used to the temperature. And in part, I think it's, I think for me, it's the world is still burning down. I'm still doing work to try to help put out the fires. And I also need to take a step back and take care of myself because yeah. if I don't, I'll just lay on the floor and do nothing. Yeah. For sure. 2021's been a building year. A, a reloading year. As, as we year. like to say in uh when Ohio State loses. Yes. <laughs> so, speaking of, yeah, they those They're poor... teenagers that play for free. Don't be upset. People don't think about that though. Oh man, I feel so bad for them. Yeah. It was that was a tough game. Yeah. I don't I really don't care about it. I didn't for, even watch any of it. I don't even know what the score was. For for anybody not from Ohio which is like a few of you. You don't understand Ohio State football. It's 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 a religion here. Yes, yeah, it it really is. So you've you've been in therapy this last year. Yes, right. Um, what do you think are some of the significant? Are there, are you comfortable talking about any of the significant things you've learned? Like one or two. Yeah. Um. You know, we were just talking about. Um, kind of the beginning of the year and what like our words for the year was. Were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember mine or if I even had one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, if you had to ask me now, like what was my word for 2021? Like looking back, it would be probably like boundaries. I learned a lot about boundaries. Yes. Oh, my I set a lot of boundaries. I cut people out of my life that were not good for me. Um. And I haven't apologized for it. So it's been really um, empowering to be able to be like, no, you don't deserve to be in my life right now. And uh, here's the thing, guys. You, I always heard growing up, I don't care what so-and-so did, that's your family. No. Family doesn't hurt each other. So if you need someone to give you permission, I'm giving you permission to cut that toxic person out of your life. I promise you it makes such a difference. You will not regret it. And I think there's something to be said for when 
you decide to uphold a boundary, that's a lot of hard. It's like, it's hard work to make a boundary, but then it's real like that. The hard, real hard work is like upholding them. Yeah. Especially when people are used to being able to railroad you and, you know, not expect you to uphold your boundary. Um, it's really hard to break that pattern and people don't believe me sometimes, but when I'm like, sorry, you're blocked, like can't even reach me now. Like they're like, Oh, okay. Maybe she's serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not fun, but it's worth it for your own mental health. And it's also, I want to be clear. It's also not about wishing anything ill on anyone that you're making the boundary with. Like when you make a boundary, it's not about like, Oh, I hate you. Right. I love myself more. Yes. And someone can be a good person, but, but be toxic for you. Correct. You know, I have a, a good friend. We've been friends for a really long time and, um, you know, kind of just stopped talking to me again. <laughs> it happens all the time. And, uh, this time I was like, no, we're done. Like we're not good together. Like she's a good person, but she's not good for me. I go in grace. I wish you no ill will, but I can't have you in my life anymore. Absolutely. At least at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then there's a family member that I straight up do not talk to mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have other family members that are like, oh, but, but that's your, no, I don't mm-hmm. care. Don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. And let's send, I want to send out love to anybody who's listening, dealing with family stuff at this time of the year. Because mm-hmm. family stuff any time of the year is difficult. But I think especially during this time of the year when everything is magnified, I think everybody's just, you know, I'm. if you're pulling out your hair, if you're crying, if you're having, I don't know, all kinds of issues, just know that we're sending you love and we see you and we know it's really hard to deal with family stuff at this time of the year. Yep. Really hard. And if you need mom hugs, I'm a mom. Right. I'll hug you. Free mom hugs. Free and mom I, hugs. And I don't hug people, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> Free mom hugs. Um, you. So you've been busy in therapy. You've mm-hmm. been busy with photography. Mm-hmm. Super busy with photography. I've only read one book since August. That's how busy I've been. That's a big deal. Yeah. You, you even got a look from Craig on that one. I, yeah. And again, if you're new here, Sarah is a book guru. She will often make book recommendations and yeah. it was a re- crown of or wait a court of crown a court of thorns and rosy <laughs> a court of thorns and roses or something like that do you know the only reason i know what you're talking about is because of tiktok yes that's how i got the recommendation yes absolutely. um it's not worth the hype but tiktok you know, has become a coping skill for sure okay <laughs> I and realize, I'm sorry if anybody's struggling with TikTok, but for me, TikTok is a coping skill. I have learned so much from TikTok. Like I follow all kinds of different, you know, races, religions, mm-hmm. um, you know, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. gender identity. And I have learned so much yes. from people. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out there. So I've learned real history. Mm-hmm. I've learned Native American language. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to do my eyeliner. I have learned so much. That is fantastic. I love me some TikTok. Yes. It can be it can be a time sucker. Oh, for sure. And it's also 
been part of a coping skill for me lately. But yeah. it's it's meeting. It's like you're meeting, get to knowing all the wonderful creators, like under the desk news. Oh, love. I just one of my favorites. I just want to wrap her up and like. Yes. Carry carry her around with for me. sure. I hope I'm pronouning. Uh, I'm not sure the correctly. pronouns. I have to check on that. But yeah. I love uh, good news only banana shirt day. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. my favorite. Yes. And I've 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 caught on to the noodle trend. Yes. The the bones or no bones day. Yeah. I figured out what that was. I love it. But then there's also Greg. Greg is my favorite. Love Greg. He he just his stories just they're beautiful. Love. Yeah. Have you, um, our friend Casey put me on to the black forager. Do you follow her? Yes. Where she goes and gets like the mushrooms and stuff yeah. like that. And she's from Columbus. And I know. Oh, my oh God. we should have her on. Oh my God. How do we link this to autism, to special health. needs, mental health? health? Okay. All right. Mental health. Perfect. Okay. Well, Listen, <laughs> they'll probably be in an apocalypse soon. So we're going to need to know how to forage. We can talk we'll to find her. a way. We can talk to her about mental health stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Because I, I think she's mentioned that stuff before. Perfect. On one of her videos. Okay. We figured Listen, that out. We do what we want now. Mm-hmm. We talk to who we want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about what we want. This is about autism, but it's also about the entire world in which we encompass. And we people. here's what I've learned this year. People contain multitudes. Absolutely. So we are going to kind of bring it all around to mental health. and yeah. Love it. And autism. Um. But I, I wanted to talk today because I wanted to talk about the things like you and I have struggled with in this last year, kind of maybe talk about <clears throat> what we've learned, but then also talk about like holding on to hope and and what kind of brings us hope. Yeah. So I'm hoping through us talking about our stuff, maybe somebody, it will resonate with them and they will be like, yep, me too. And then maybe be able to hear from us like how we have held on to hope this year and love it, that kind of thing. Um, so what I struggled with this year is a lot. We moved. Um, I think I might've mentioned that in one of the other episodes we did earlier this year, but I can't remember because this is only the second time we've sat down at this table to record. Right. So we moved. And this brand new beautiful house that Owen says is so much better than ours. <laughs> Caleb was like, what? Oh, yeah, it was Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is so great. He's like, this is a house that I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you better learn how to. Grow up and get that money. Butter your own bagel. Make it, make it happen. Um, and the, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, this house that we moved into is, is bigger. Is it's beautiful. We love it. It's it's a nice neighborhood, that kind of thing. And it we was... can walk four miles to town. <laughs> it's great. We got to look for Craig on that one. <laughs> we had our Christmas in the village last night, and for la- for like the one weekend a year, our town turns into Stars Hollow. Yeah, and I'm, that's a Gilmore Girls reference, yeah. right? I haven't watched that yet. I need to watch it. But it's like it was like a Hallmark Christmas movie last night. Yeah, like the weather was perfect. There could were, have been snowing. It but. could have been. There were people around. There's hot chocolate. It was great. All the reindeers. <clears throat> um, Santa was there, that kind of thing. So, yeah, we moved. And, and even though moving is a great thing, it was still very stressful because it happened right in the week where my oldest, where Q, was graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. So we were very and much... it was raining. And it was raining. And we were very much focused on him. And, like, there's, you know, he kind of got, like, a a kind of a real school year, Mm -hmm. his senior year, which kind of was 
like we were blessed for the things that happened in it, but it also sucked. Um, like the kids only got to do one play, but thank God we got to go see it. Um, they did their last show choir concert, but it was like outside so that everybody could be safe. Um, so it was just those little things, all those little laughs that he did Mm -hmm. that we wanted to experience with him. And that was a lot of work. And it was also very emotional Yeah, for me kind of gone through that. So we, so he graduated, we moved and then we packed up for Maine. We did. And we had, I was like, no, leave that in the box, put it in the truck. Let's go. (laughs) Poor Keith. He was like, I'm here by myself. But we, we packed up for Maine, had the best time. So great. Maine was life changing. Completely amazing. If you get a chance to go, just go go. to Maine and Massachusetts. Salem is amazing. Nothing prepared me for the beauty of Acadia. Please go to Acadia because oh, so gorgeous. It, I'm printing off some of your pictures. Oh, good. To put them in my house. We'll put one up on the uh, on the old Insta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that happened, and then unfortunately, we got the news <clears throat> while I was on vacation that a friend of mine who had been battling some stuff earlier unfortunately wasn't going to make it through the surgery he underwent and um unfortunately he passed away shortly after we got back i'm so sorry so that was a lot yeah all in a very compressed space of time and um him being gone and then his wife she moved from where she was at where they had lived for a little bit back up here to home to Columbus. Um, and so now is the process of supporting her and kind of getting her settled back in. But, um, I don't know. That was just, and Finn started having seizures again. Yeah. Um, and so we had to go back on two medicines. So all of that just kind of, all felt like it all happened at once and Keith and I were both very very tired yeah I can imagine mentally physically emotionally that kind of thing so those are the things that we've we've struggled with over this last year and why we haven't been able to sit down at the at the table I'm curious though I know we already talked about boundaries was there anything for you uh, besides boundaries in this last year that you've either learned about yourself or the world around you that's been important to you? Um, Hello, self-care, by the way. <laughs> we forgot to mention that you and I are both doing like oh yes, nutritional stuff. That we, was very important. Yeah, we're on a health journey. Um, so this is new for me. Um, so I've been working with a health coach since August. I started right when busy season started. Um, and it's one of those things that like, once you get like one tiny kernel of information and then you look into it and like this whole belief that you had dissolves in front of you. Um, so I've learned a lot kind of from TikTok about diet culture and how, horrible it is and how the things that you've tried haven't worked because they're designed not to work they're designed to keep you 
Yeah, they're designed to keep you needing. And before we go further into this conversation, I first need to acknowledge that you and I both understand what a privilege it is that we can access quality mental health. Oh, absolutely. And that we can access quality fitness, like healthcare, yes. preventative, kind of active training stuff. Yes. Those are absolutely privileges. And we want to just take a minute and acknowledge that, that those aren't yes. available to everybody. And even food to make us fat. And even food. Yep. There are actual, like we need to acknowledge the food deserts and yeah, things like that. Um, that's part of why I have so much trouble is because I didn't have access to like fresh fruits and vegetables growing up. You grew up like in a food desert. Yeah. And just in poverty. So like, I don't like a lot of fruits because I never had them growing up. And we um, need to acknowledge that it usually impacts more people of color. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, but yeah, we, um, I started working with a a health coach, um, Amanda Black Fitness is through, she was through, um, but my coach's name is Sam. She's awesome. Sam um, is pretty cool. I just met her. Yeah. She's the coolest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I mean, I have a, a calorie amount and a protein amount that I try to meet, but the, but we focus more on, you know, getting steps in and drinking water and mental health care and self care. Like it's, it's really um, like a full body approach, which is what I needed. I needed to work on my mental health first before I could work on my physical health. And I've been working with her since August and I haven't really lost that much weight, but the transformation is more mental than anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, it's amazing. I still eat the same stuff. It's just we still get our better help, our better help blizzards. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> For example, uh, Craig just made me the most amazing French toast with homemade honey and butter, mm-hmm. some bacon, mm-hmm. some berries. Mm-hmm. Delicious, fantastic, so good. Um, so I've been working with her, um, just trying to make myself better all around. It's not that. You know, I'm like, oh, I need to lose 100 pounds in six months. I need you to help me. It's like, no, how do I be better all around? And they're really good at that. And they're really good at, you know, addressing what you've done hasn't worked because and like kind of um, slaying those like diet culture myths, which Mm -hmm. I really appreciate. The diet culture dragons. Yeah, it's we must slay them. I'm telling you guys, once you start looking into it, it's so eye opening. There, there was um, something on TikTok. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm. Do you think we can get TikTok on the? I don't on the know. Pod? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm trying not like my academic roots are like. How dare you, uh, not cite something that's you know been peer reviewed or whatever? But there, there was a a girl who put up a a, a peer reviewed, well studied article that showed that. Um, simply changing like one of four things that they looked at, whether it be diet exercise and there was something else brought everybody to like a baseline of health. Oh, interesting. Like you didn't have to exercise, lose weight, sleep well, blah, blah, blah for everybody to be like in a healthy space. It was like you changed one of four things and that made almost everybody equal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sleep is a big one. They're like, they're really big on how did you sleep? How many hours did you sleep? Do you feel rested? 
Which I love to sleep. You know this about me. I know you do, and I love to sleep as well. But I have a person called Finn who doesn't always let that happen. Right. Okay, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's been, you know... I've, I've tried to lose weight. I don't know how many times, um, but this is like a different approach to it. So that's been fun to learn more about mm-hmm. myself and what I'm capable of and, you know, that process done in a healthy way. And I think because I just started this with you, I, but I, I'll, I've also been working with like a trainer person and he is kind of in that same mindset of like, yeah, part of the reason that you have gained so much weight is because of the yo-yo dieting, mm-hmm. you know? And the diet is not designed to, you know, be one and done. It is that idea of like, you keep going at it again and again and again and again. And he, he has told me like, part of it is, you know, the part of the reason you are heavier is because when you lose weight, but then gain it back, your body creates more fat cells, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that does make you heavier. So yeah, I've been kind of exploring, exploring that as well. Yeah. It's kind of like once you hear it, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of deprogram yourself from, you know, 30 years of Weight Watcher commercials. Yes. To see that. Speaking of deprogramming, can I share one of the things I've kind of been learning this last year? Yes, please. I have been deprogramming my faith. Oh, deconstructing Christianity. <laughs> Another um, big topic on TikTok <laughs> that I follow. That and clean talk. <laughs> there is a there is a podcast called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. And uh, I started listening to it probably a month ago, two months ago when it came out. Um, whoo, that has got some real gems mm. in it. And um, I keep meaning to listen. Well, it's it's a it's a hard one to listen to. Only because everything in it feels so familiar in terms of my own experience with our previous church and mm-hmm. just how, like, part of what sucks about this whole thing is, like, there there are people who I, who I very much love, like, that, you know, are still involved in that place. And, and I don't wish ill to anybody in that, and I think that's part of what makes it hard is, making room and accepting like one of the things I've learned is people contain multitudes. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that before on some level, but this year it's really imprinted itself on my soul. Mm -hmm. Like they're just, we've all got a lot of stuff happening for us and a lot of stuff going on and a lot of different sides to us. And so it makes it hard to kind of pull myself away from that previous church community, even though I know it's a healthier decision it's still, it doesn't make it easy just because again, there are people that I still love that Mm -hmm. are still very involved and I don't know, are all about that life, but I just, I'm not about that life anymore. Yeah. It's been difficult to separate. Being a liberal Christian is hard and it's been difficult to separate. Um, I don't want to say my politics because my politics are basic human rights, um, but it's been hard to kind of separate that from my faith. Um, so now I guess I would call myself a liberal Jesus lover. Like I still love Jesus and believe I I don't think the church and Jesus's teachings are the same thing necessarily. Yeah. And I don't mean like 
this specific church. I mean, the church, right? In general. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing. So I've all, I've kind of always had trouble kind of, cause I didn't grow up in church. You know, I wasn't exposed to church till I was in my twenties. Um, so I kind of always had this like, eh, do I believe, do I really think that happened? You know, I've kind of always struggled with that. Um, but I think 2020 was the year that a lot of people like drew a line in the sand. And for me, that was one of my lines. I was like, I want people, I, I don't want to be a part of anything that disenfranchises other people. Yes. Or, um, you know, thinks less of or judges. I don't want to be a part of that. I told our, I told our friends the other night, I said, I don't want to be a part of a place or go into a place that doesn't some celebrate someone's full humanity. Yeah. Like when I come in, I can't be about that message of, especially when it comes to our LGBTQ um, siblings, I can't be about the message of, you know, like hate the sin, not the sinner, that kind of thing. Yeah. That first of all, wrong. That's part of you. Right. First of all, wrong message is just wrong. A hundred percent. And it doesn't celebrate someone's full humanity. Right. You know? Well, it's the same thing as when people say, you know, I love my my kid, but I hate autism. Like, your kid is autistic. That's part of them. You can't separate that out. Right. Yeah. Celebrating someone's full humanity. Actually, one of my good girlfriends from from high school, I'm going to give a little shout out to Angel. She... She talked me through that, that whole thing when I was starting to kind of pull apart the faith thing and kind of how we had been practicing our faith. And she actually was like, you know, why would you want to be somewhere that doesn't celebrate who you fully are? Yeah. You know? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> duh. I just went, duh, that makes so much sense. Thank you. You know, I'm all up in my feelings. And simplicity, like her giving me that simple, like, duh. Yeah. You know? And so let's, let's stick with that idea of simplicity. Yeah. And again, I want to kind of put out. I also want to reiterate again, though, um, just because this is not good for me, not good for you, doesn't mean it's not good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not. It's not where I am right now. That doesn't mean it's bad. Mm -hmm. Again, go with grace. I mean, you know, ill will. Mm -hmm. This is just not where I am right now. Mm -hmm. I may end up going back to church at some point. I don't know. Yeah. But right now I'm just, I'm in this journey of who am I? What do I believe? How do these things intersect to create the person that I want to be? And I don't know what the answer is yet. Simplicity. Simplicity. And here's the thing. One of our, one of our local churches here put out uh, this, put out this statement. They stated honoring our vision statement and listening to our still speaking God. We declare ourselves to be opened and affirming with God's grace. We are a congregation on a journey that includes all persons Embracing differences of sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, marital status, age, and wait for it, mental and physical ability. What? What? As well as racial, ethnic, or social economic background. 
We welcome all to share in the life, leadership, ministry, and fellowship, worship, sacraments, responsibilities, and blessings of participation in our congregation. It is that simple. Yeah. It is that simple to make a statement like that. And I was like, holla frickin' Louia. Someone put it out there. Mm-hmm. That is our, uh, I think it's um, David's, yeah, David's United Church of Christ in our, our little town here. So God bless them and their rainbow trees. I love it. Have you seen the rainbow trees? No. Yeah. They got rainbow trees out. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so great. Oh, they're rainbow Christmas trees. Yes. That's oh. the rainbow Christmas trees. Oh my gosh. I want one. Wouldn't that look so cute on my front porch? It would. I love it. Don't take one of theirs though. You have to go <laughs> get one of your own. They add little asterisks, not thieves. <laughs> Please so, don't steal our trees. Right. <laughs> Please don't steal our trees. So in terms about what we've struggled with, you know, what we've learned about in this last year, um, where's the hope for you? Where where are you like so one of my favorite Buddhist monks, Pema Chodron, wrote a book called When Things Fall Apart that I've read multiple times. Mm as things continue to regularly fall apart sometimes in life. And she talks, um, one of her teachings is about abandoned hope or abandoning hope. And people hear that initially and they go, Oh my God, what do you mean? You, why would you abandon hope? That's awful. You know, Mm -hmm. how could you not be hopeful? And that's not what she's talking about at all. What she's talking about is we spend a lot of time wishing we were in different places or circumstances And so we end up missing the gift of what's kind of right in front of us and the gift of like the moment. Um, And so when she talks about that, she talks about abandoning hope in the way that things will be different, you know, spend, try to spend a little bit more time in the, in the present of what you're experiencing, that kind of thing. Um, But if you can't, if you're not there yet, Maybe what for you this year has been about holding on to hope? Anything that's helped you hold on to hope and all the craziness that 2020 and 2021 have been? Um, I think 2021 has been the year that I just, I just do it. Mm-hmm. As my favorite Buddhist monk, Tina Fey, says. <laughs> um, I wondered when you were going to work her into the conversation. <laughs> Do your thing and don't care if they like it. Right. Um, so this has been the year that I've really challenged my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And the person that I've been all these years to say, well, what, what's going to happen? What could happen? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that might happen. But these good things might happen also. Mm-hmm. And not everything I've tried has worked out. Mm-hmm. But just, I don't, I've never been able to, like, really put myself out there before. Mm-hmm. And this is the year that I was like, I don't care if they don't like it. Yeah, I don't need everyone to like it. Right. I'm not going to be for everybody. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's fine. Not everyone's for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
I've got a ways to go, obviously. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Don't we all? And if you can hear uh, my lovely dogs right now. They're outside. How are they still so loud? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really sure. This is life, though. My dogs bark. It's fine. We and they're care. hyper. It's fine. And... Oh, because a dog just walked by. Oh, is that what yeah. happened? Okay. That's fine. Yeah. And we're in a new neighborhood for them still. Like, they're still getting used to everything. Not that I think that's ever going to stop them from barking as much as they do. But, yeah, we've got, got a learning curve yeah. ahead of us still. So I found an um, artist who is autistic. Ooh. Her name is Morgan Harper Nichols. Have you heard of her? No. Love her. Her stuff is available at Target. Oh. I had no clue. Wait, what's her name? Morgan Harper Nichols. Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Harper Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. She is on Instagram. Her Instagram is a beautiful, like, deep breath for the soul. Like, not oh. only her words, but her her aesthetic that she uses yeah, is just like... this is lovely. It's just like, oh... I can oh, take this a- is the dragonfly thing you sent me. Yes, yes, yes. So one of the things that that has helped me hold on to a little bit of hope in these just um, really turbulent and kind of dark times um, is that beautiful souls like her are walking the earth and she's like sharing part of her light with all of us. And one of the things she posted had dragonflies yes, on it. Yes, it's so I'm pretty. Like cry. Um, and I like want to reach out to her, but she's got like 3 million people. She's, I mean, she probably, I don't think she'd ever answer a direct message, but yeah, I want to be like. Yeah, she's probably friends with Oprah. Probably. But I want to be like, with a little. She has 1.9 million. We got a chance. Okay. I was going to be like, listen, you, you made this and it's very meaningful to us because we also Girl, use... Jennifer Garner follows her. Exactly. Dang. Exactly. All right. We have no chance. We did have Oprah tequila. We did. And we need to take that essence with us and be like, it's Okay. If she's got 2 million people who follow her, she might respond. True. So, um, but basically she posted, if you guys can go check it out on Instagram, she posted a um, beautiful dragonfly kind of art piece. And in it, she puts a couple different things and she said, there is no need to rush. You are allowed to ease your way into new beginnings. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) And she goes on to say, take your time easing into new things, sometimes noticing what is good and beautiful about where you are will come slowly. Ugh, love it. That kind of feels like the abandoned hope piece to me. Yeah. She says, and here's one of the things that I've had to learn to like hold on to hope this whole time. Let yourself be soft. Take your time easing into new things. You are allowed to give new experiences time before they become beautiful to you. Oof. Love. I had made myself pretty hard in 2020 just because of all the trauma that I witnessed from my black siblings. Um, all the craziness from the pandemic, you know. Um, so I let my heart become hardened. And... I think this is a good reminder to take off that armor and let yourself be soft. Yes. And kind of, I think that's what I've learned more in this last year. Yeah. Is just 
take a deep breath and let yourself There's also a good Brene Brown quote about that. And it's like... Soft heart, strong back, or brave front, or something like that. Something like that. It's good. It's so impactful that I remember every word. (laughs) And that Brene Brown continues to own the world. 100%. Um, So, you know, there's that. And I always like to remember she started off self-publishing her own books. Yeah. And now look at her in a movie with Tina Fey. It's amazing. It's amazing. On the same wavelength, another of my favorite Instagram accounts by one of my favorite authors is, I might not say this right, Rupi Kaur? It's R-U-P-I-K-A-U-R. You can educate me. I don't know. She's a poet. Um, She wrote, she has three books. Um, Milk and Honey is her first. Homebody and... Uh, I'm not gonna remember the name of the th- of the second one. Homebody's the third. Um, uh, what is the name of it? I'll try to remember it. Okay. Um, but it's beautiful, and she um, is an artist too. So she has like these quotes, you know, these poems, and Does then this her beautiful art artwork. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I actually had a bunch of her stuff printed off, um, and put them in my closet, in my newly redone closet where I have like my makeup table and stuff. Um, but her Instagram is lovely and it's full of great inspirational stuff too. Mm -hmm. She has 4.4 million followers, so we're not getting her either. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) That's okay. Well, we have talked about what we struggled with. We've talked about what we've learned and we've talked a little bit about how we're holding on to hope. We're getting to a place where we can abandon it and just kind of be in the present. Did we miss anything? Didn't talk much about autism, but that's all right. We do what we do here. Well, I think I'd like to help our audience know that we're expanding our horizons a bit. And that we'll be, we'll be autism focused with a broader scope of like mental health yep. stuff. And hopefully they like, hopefully you guys are listening, like hearing about what's going on in our lives. We want to share it so that you know that there's stuff out there to relate to. Hopefully you can relate to it and find your own story and what our stories are bringing up for you. So that's all I got. Sounds good. Did you have fun? Yeah. Did this feel good again to do this? Yes. Did it? Absolutely. Yeah. So we should keep doing it again? Sure. What do you guys think? crickets (laughs) Keith made eye contact so that means something Craig should we keep Craig should we (laughs) should we keep doing the podcast he he went meh (laughs) (laughs) he could take it or leave it let's keep doing it we're gonna keep doing it let's keep doing it um I have no idea when we'll release episodes is that okay with everybody yeah it's just gonna kind of happen I just answer for everyone (laughs) It's just going to kind of happen as it happens. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're moms, we're business owners, we're employees, we're anxious, we're podcasters. (laughs) Where were you going with that? Just that we have a lot going on. Were you saying we have a lot going on? Yes. We have a lot going on. Okay. And And as soon as we would, like, maybe get paid for the stuff that we do 
If you want to pay me, that's fine. We could turn it into a more regular thing. Oh. But I already have two jobs. <laughs> you have like four. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have like two. I have two. Yeah. yeah, that's all I do. Okay. We're done. That's all I got. Do can I, can I um, lead us out with a poem by Rupi? Yes, absolutely. Share. This one is called Balance. <sighs> Just meditate on this. I thank the universe for taking everything it has taken and giving to me everything it is giving. Okay, now say that. Say it one more time. I thank the universe for taking everything it has taken and giving to me everything it is giving. Amazing. Mm. She's so good. Okay. And then here's her little thing that she drew. Little scale. I love it. It's beautiful. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing. That's all I got, kids. And we'll see you when we see you. Maybe we should put out like one more episode before the end of the year. Yeah. I'd love, wouldn't you like to have Jen come back on and hang yeah. out with us for a little bit? Absolutely. Only if she brings potato skins. For real this time. Jen and potato skins. That'll be our recurring theme. All right. Are you outroing us or are we good? Do you just, like, are you going to hit a button? He already hit. Oh. Oh. Is have that, we been talking is all this, this whole, for not? Have we been talking this whole time over the outro music? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks for coming to the kitchen table. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm done. We're professionals. Goodbye. Bye, guys.